Good, good morning and wishing you a happy Monday. Have a wonderful week ahead as well. Welcome to today's episode. We're talking about three things today. On the surface, nothing much happened last week. US dollars and PMIs and the week ahead. On the surface, it looked like nothing much happened this past week. The Dow Jones was down by 0.5%. The S&P was down 0.4%. Well, the Nasdaq actually ticked up higher by 0.3%. Even the 10-year Treasury yields ended the week just off about 0.01 percentage point at 1.629%. Tech stocks finished the week higher, but Apple, the biggest tech stock there is, finished off by more than 1%. Pricey speculative stocks like those in the ARK ETF, the Renaissance IPO ETF, and the SPAC ETFs rallied, but Bitcoin, the most speculative of assets, fell about 29% on the week. Inflation data is still running hot, yet copper ended the week down 3.6%. And value stocks, which could benefit from hotter growth and higher prices, also ended the week lower. The main oil benchmarks fell last week as investors contemplated the potential impact of an Iran deal. Stocks were hammered at the beginning of last week over three days of selling on mounting concerns that inflation will rise and remain elevated as the economy rebounds. Falling Bitcoin prices hurt sentiment as well. Pressure started to ease Wednesday afternoon after the Federal Reserve published minutes of its latest policy meeting, showing some officials were closely watching economic developments and will be ready to adjust monetary policy when necessary. Funnily, when the taper news came out, the market actually staged a rebound. We spoke about sell the rumor and buy the news phenomena last week. The Dow, which was down almost 587 points at one point before the minutes, helped pair that decline to about 150 points. Stocks got a bigger boost Thursday with the S&P 500 rising about 1.1%. Jobless claims data, seen as a proxy for layoffs, fell to a new pandemic low, enticing investors to briefly buy the dip in hard-hit risky assets, including growth stocks and cryptocurrencies. The US dollar, in the meantime, staged an end-of-the-week rally following unconvincing global data. The PMI reports from the Eurozone, UK and Australia were mixed, giving investors little confidence that their high beta currencies deserved to be trading at lofty levels. Investors could have sold US dollars for a number of reasons, from lower US Treasury yields to the rally in stocks and weaker existing home sales. But when they compared the consistent improvements in market economics US PMI reports with the unevenness of data abroad, the dollar became more attractive. At the same time, the sell-off in cryptocurrencies drove some investors into the safety of the greenback. Euro and sterling traded lower against the greenback, although Eurozone PMIs all beat, reflecting stronger economic activity. Regionally, Germany experienced a slowdown in manufacturing activity that dragged the composite index below expectations. This disappointment put Euro on its back foot throughout the New York session. In UK, it was the opposite. Service sector activity underperformed, but manufacturing activity was very strong, driving the overall UK PMI composite higher. On to the week ahead, the most interesting piece of week ahead news that I read was this. Ohio kicks off a lottery for vaccinated residents. The state on Wednesday plans to pick the first winner 
in its Wax a Million program, a series of five weekly drawings for a one million cash prize. Ohio has seen an uptick in COVID-19 vaccinations since the incentives were announced. Things that governments have to do to get people vaccinated. It's the last major week of first quarter earnings with numerous retailers and tech companies left to report. On Thursday, we'll be getting reports from Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Best Buy, Gap and Costco. On the tech side, we'll be looking for earnings from Intuit, NVIDIA, Snowflake, Workday. Dell Technologies, HP and Salesforce will also be something that we'll be looking out for. It will be a relatively busy week regarding US economic data. The second estimate of the first quarter GDP set to confirm economic recovery gathered pace during the Jan to March period helped by the country's reopening efforts, the government's massive stimulus package and one of the world's most successful vaccination campaigns. Next, we'll be looking out for the conference board's consumer confidence index for May on Tuesday and the commerce department's preliminary durable goods orders for April on Thursday. The latter is often viewed as a decent proxy for business investment. On Friday, all eyes will be on the Bureau of Economic Analysis Personal Income and Expenditure Report for April. The figures are expected to remain volatile with income seen dropping 16% from March when it jumped about 21.1% and spending seen ticking up about 0.4% month over month after a 4.2% rise in March. On the political front, U.S. President Biden's full fiscal 2022 budget proposal will be released on May 28th and will provide detailed information on the programs Biden wants to expand or cut from foreign aid to immigration and policing. Across the Atlantic, it's a quiet week ahead on the European economic calendar. Germany will be releasing final first quarter GDP data, which will probably confirm Europe's largest economy slipped back into contraction after two consecutive periods of growth, mainly due to a decline in private consumption. Still, the nation's business sentiment is seen brightening to a two-year high in May, while consumer morale is likely to hit a seven-month high heading into June. Lastly, China will publish updated figures for the Jan to April's industrial profits, while investors in Japan will turn their attention to unemployment rate and Tokyo inflation. That's the update. Stay safe and healthy and I'll speak to you tomorrow.